Wake up in the morning, I don't got no worries, cause it's a beautiful day. So many wonder how long we will be here, tell them that we're here to stay. Hey yo, let's get it. Boss talk straight from the city with true heart. We got champs in the making, the champs that are rude more. Got that all sport, optimal prime, ready to dominate. The hottest conversations uncensored, it's the time and place. Boss talks, keep it uncensored, it's so hard. You could be for more walks, come tune in the boss talks. Got that all sport, optimal prime, ready to dominate. Hottest conversations uncensored, it's the time and place. Boss talks. Wow, 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 wow. Here we go, here we go. Well, welcome back. Another episode. We're actually live today, Jeff. Hey, so there's no the there's no hiding that MJ MJ Michael Jordan Michael. we know who it is. Listen, Michael man, Jackson. Michael look, Jackson. Listen, Michael Jordan just celebrated his sixtieth uh, birthday. Really? Yes, February seventeenth. You know why I know that? Because I have a child named Jordan. Uh, and and when Michael Jordan was turning forty, I, we were pregnant with my Jordan. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to name Jordan Jordan McKell. However, I was told I couldn't do that. Okay. But we went with Jordan anyway. So that's where nice. Jordan. That's where Jordan got his name. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. like that. Okay. Yeah. So I see why you're very. I dude, I'm an MJ. I'm MJ all the way. He's the goat. Can't he, help it. You know, he came on. He came on air, right? And um, here we he go. He didn't come on air. He came on a video. But it sounds better when I say he came on air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And said. Um, he just talked about LeBron being the GOAT. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Listen, you, I'm right. I will send you the video. <laughs> he came on air and I said. I need to see proof. I, I need will, receipts. I will send it to you. Okay. I will send it to listen, you. And, um, listen. Something different this if, time. If I've, you're out there and we're live right now, uh, I'm going to tell you right now. Everybody knows MJ's the best. The GOAT. The real GOAT. <laughs> okay, real quick. Real quick. All right. So, so here, welcome back to another episode, Boss Talk Uncensored. Where we sit down with uh, aspiring new entrepreneurs, seasoned entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs that really want to share their story. They want to, uh, and we, Jeff and I, want to peel back the layers, uncover what it takes to be an entrepreneur in today's environment. And we're here today with a very good friend of mine, Chef Jacqueline Jones from Soul Food Collective. We'll let uh, we'll let Chef Jacqueline Jones talk about herself in a minute. Are we gonna do the? Yeah, I was just like, let's do it. That's that's our that's our little bit sound effects right now. Yes, 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 yes. Anybody that wants to sponsor Boss Talk, let me know. Let us know. Reach out, reach out to myself, Jeff, Josh, Brain Jerk Entertainment. Quick shout out to Brain Jerk. Uh, Josh Moore, our producer, Josh, you're always doing a bang up job, keeping us on track. Um, let's see, you want to do our sponsors really quick. Yeah, let's run them. All right, go run ahead, them. man. You start. So Monroe nutrition, uh, we are Monroe located 739 South Monroe street, right between our diner and Monroe florist, triple D liquidation, uh, good stuff at a great price. What you got Tino? Well, of course, you know, I'm wearing my, uh, state farm. You know, my State Farm Insurance uh, sweatshirt today, but uh, State Farm Insurance, Tino Amaya State Farm Insurance. We've been protecting folks from the unexpected for over 100 years, especially right now during this time. People out of power, tree limbs hitting houses. State Farm is there. Uh, one of my good friends, I want to shout out really quick, United Restoration. They're actually here doing some work 
downstairs there was some uh, some stuff that was flooded uh matthew mclaughlin united restoration i just want to give him a quick shout out because that guy shows up man 24 7 night and day he's there uh and then of course Amaya's fresh mexican grill we make it fresh daily if we didn't my mom would kill me and then of course Amaya group inc where uh we do uh, restaurant renovations we do menu engineering we we kind of help you a little bit if you're a small business looking for some uh consultative uh, things were there for you, man. We're there for you. I love that. All right. So what's up? Where do I get one of those sweatshirts, bro? Bro, you know what? This is vintage, right? It, here. I can see. We don't. We don't even. We're not even I allowed to see. actually use this logo anymore because State oh. Farm changed their logo. So this is considered a vintage classic. I promise you will have one. Okay. All this right. is a collective. Yeah, this is a collector's item right here. It this, looks like a one of the vintage Ohio State. Bro, like that's what listen, it really reminds me. Well, of. that's one of the reasons that I was attracted to State Farm to begin with. Ohio State, baby. Mm. Our colors, mm. you know, scarlet yeah. and gray, red and white. Well, State Farm's red and white, but I was able to do a scarlet and gray sweatshirt. Let's go. Now Bucks. that I know there's a connection there, I'm switching to Farm Bureau. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man, listen, this kid kills me every time. All right, so let's introduce our guest. So today, man, I am so excited. I think um, when you hear her story, um, there's there's just so many layers to pull back. I hope we get it all in within the hour. I'm going to look at my clock right now and see where we're at. But my good friend um, on the Food Network, she's going to talk about that. Uh, she has a, a growing business, and uh, she's just incredible. Vegan chef, my great friend, Chef Jacqueline Jones. So, Chef Jacqueline Jones, tell us a little bit about yourself. Those people that don't know you, where you're from, where you grew up, and then we'll we'll get into your business. What's up? Okay. Well, hello everyone. Um, thank you guys so much for having me. By the way, this thank is you for very coming. yeah. This okay. is really exciting. I didn't even know you had a podcast, and we're really good friends. <laughs> it's like you told me this. I'm like, you really do do it all, don't you? <laughs> so this is very exciting. But yeah, I was actually born and raised right here in Monroe. Um, I left when I was 19 and moved over to Japan. Did some work there. Well, what, wait, what'd you do in Japan? What were you? What I work was a were model you there. Wow. Oh, that's yeah. so sad. I mean, come on. I mean, yeah, I know, right? She's like, oh, frame, please. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so I did that, and then I came back, and I moved to Chicago, went to design school, moved to Paris, did some more design school, went back to Chicago. So went you're to, really into fashion? Really into fashion. Did you help Tino out for me? Yeah. Okay, First thank you. First thing that has to go with thank you. That, thank you. That scarlet gray theme right. going on. We need some maize and blue up in here. Never. <laughs> so yeah, then I moved out to LA and became a celebrity wardrobe stylist. Wow. Yeah. And then my health started declining. And then that's when we get into the story. That's how I beat. That's how I got back here. And back, back to Monroe. So, so how do you compare Monroe to Paris, Chicago, Japan. LA, Japan, yeah. right? I mean... You want an honest answer? Yes. No. <laughs> uncensored. <laughs> We're uncensored, so fuck it, man. You can say whatever you want. You know, honestly, um, it's it's hard after living all over and yeah, you know yeah. all those big cities and everything to come back to a small town. But there is something about that small town, right? You yeah. know, and, and you and I have actually had conversations about this because I live part time in L.A. You you know my wife Jennifer and my son Brady uh, very well, and and I live part time in L.A. And actually, you and I have actually we had dinner out in L.A couple yeah. times there yeah. and uh and it is it's it's there's something about coming back 
even though Monroe's not my quote unquote home, it's my adopted home. Mm-hmm. There's something about coming home. Yeah. You yeah. Know? It's very comforting. Yeah. 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 And one thing that I really was so surprised about was how open everyone was to my lifestyle, the plant-based lifestyle and the wellness and the retreats. And as soon as I came home, I kind of hit the ground running and, you know, Monroe news was writing about me and like very, very supportive in that sense. And just the community really came out and they were coming to my retreats and, you know, people order from me. I'm in Perrysburg now. That's where my kitchen ended up being. And just the amount of people who order from me here and I come and deliver to them. I just, I couldn't believe I was, I thought I would land and like, what am I going to do? No, one's going to eat vegan food. And then when I found Misty's, I was so happy. I was like, Oh my gosh, yes. And her food's incredible. And so I go in there all the time and support her and talk to her. And (laughs) I'm like, she's always like, how are you doing? How's business? I'm like, great. You. And she's like, same, we're killing it. I'm like, that's what I want to hear. And so quick, quick side note tomorrow, actually tomorrow's Saturday, right? Tomorrow's Saturday. Yeah. We have, well, we have Misty on tomorrow. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. That's awesome. I'm excited too. So, so here, let me, let me catch you up really quick. So Jeff and I started this podcast, I don't know, maybe around November, right? So it was October because it was the weekend of the leadership development week weekend. It was, Oh, that's right. Cause then then I had to leave for LA. So we did, we did a couple, then I left for LA Mm -hmm. and, um, um, so October and we, you know, and then Josh is, you know, editing things. And so we already had like six, seven episodes, like canned, ready to be produced mm-hmm. and, and, you know, distributed. And then, you know, one day, you know, Jeff and I, so if you ever go to Monroe nutrition, one thing we all love about Jeff's place is first off the energy, you got to go in there for the energy. He keeps just such a great energy there. But the second thing is, and I was joking with him today, I said, dude, this is like the barber shop. Right. You go down there and at any given time, there's some leader from the community that's walking in the door and the conversations that happen. They're just incredible. And so, like, even today, I was only going down there for my tea. I had to go inspect a few houses for my insurance business. And I kept looking at my watch. I'm like, shit, I got to go. I'm like, dude, we're going to see each other in like an hour. I got to go. Yeah. And there's some <laughs> other people there and we're all talking and it's really cool. But we started talking and we're like, you know what? We don't have any female entrepreneurs on the show. Right. And I was like, you know what? All of our guests so far have been men. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? We have a lot of female entrepreneurs. And so he knows, he knows several and I know several. I'm like, let's start inviting them and let's see if we can get the, you know, not just because you're female or anything like that, but just get a different take on what your journey has been like to start your business. Right. And so anyway, so let's catch you up. All right. Yeah. So what is your business? What do you do? So I am the founder of Soul Food Collective. Started off as a retreat business in LA. So, you know, with my health journey, which we'll get into that, um, you know, the mind, body, belly connection is is super important. Yeah. It's, it's pretty much everything. Yeah. And, you know, we're so stressed out all the time and we just we're always in that grind mode that hustle mentality and it's like we neglect self-care so much so I really wanted to you know kind of shine a light on that and say hey like you it's all connected like let's practice some breathing so anytime you come to a retreat the first thing you're going to do is breathing exercises meditation do some type of movement whether it's you know yoga or Pilates or whatever it is, stretching. Sometimes we just do something very restorative. 
And then of course my, I come in with the plant-based meal, the three course, um, I kind of do it a little more elevated, um, you know, where I do a whole presentation and talk about the health benefits of everything you're eating, because that too is so important. Eating mindfully is very, whether you're eating poorly or you're eating well, you need to be mindful of what you're eating. Mm -hmm. So just taking that time really and thinking about what you're eating and how it's healing you or harming you, depending on what you're eating. So I do that at the retreats. You know, we have a very lovely meal and everyone just kind of sits together at a communal table. So from there, um, I ended up catering, being in wardrobe, I had all the connections in for productions and whatnot. And they, photographers started asking me to cater. So I started doing that. And then I landed here and started private chefing, which led into opening my kitchen. Wow. Now I have a to-go meal prep. Okay. But before that, because you and I met when I found out you were going to be on a show. Yes. Okay. So, so let's back up a second. I want to know, first off, before we get to the show part, what made you decide to even go vegan? Because so, you, you weren't vegan your whole life. No. I know your family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely was not vegan. I actually had one vegan friend. And I found her, it was just so annoying to hang out with her because I was like, let's go to Olive Garden. She's like, you can't eat anything. I'm like, just eat the salad. And she's like, there's eggs in the dressing. I'm like, oh, I can't hang out with you anymore. Mm -hmm. So I was like, so um, I had a health issue. Um, I just thought, you know, my back hurt all the time because I was constantly on set. You know, you know, Brady's on set all the time and it's, it's grueling, man. So you found this out in LA. I found this out in LA. Okay. Yeah. My back hurt all the time. I was going to doctors and they were like, oh, you have a herniated disc. And they were putting me on all these meds, all these drugs, you know, painkillers and um, steroids and and Motrin. And I and then my stomach was tore up because I was on so many drugs and then my hormones were imbalanced. So, you know, I've always been very thin and out of nowhere, I gained like 40 plus pounds. Wow. And I started losing my hair, my eyebrows. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't it, know any of this. Yeah. It got really Was there bad. like a name for the condition or anything? Yeah, or? I'm getting to that. So they, um, so yeah, I just was told, you know, like, you know, just take these drugs. I was getting, you know, all these injections and everything. And then finally, final straw, I went to wait, get out of bed one morning and I couldn't move. I was mm. frozen stiff. And in between this time, you know, my back would go out where I just couldn't get up and, you know, people have had their back go out, you know, how painful that is. Yeah. And this time there was no, it took three months to come back. So wow. my back went out, I had to have constant care. If I, I had to have a cane to walk around my house. I had to have a wheelchair if I left my house. Um, I, you know, had to have friends take care of me. Like I couldn't bathe myself. I couldn't sit down on the toilet. Someone had to hold a, a bucket, like a giant paint bucket wow. underneath me. I, I was, fr- I was frozen in, in an L shape and I couldn't sit. I could, I, to get into bed at night was a two hour process where I just bawled my eyes out with throw up sometimes because the pain was so severe. It got gnarly. So, and so at that time, were you, did they, because I I know how like our, our, the medical professionals are today. Everyone gets a script. Yeah. Yeah. So at that time, were they just like medicating you to hell or just medicating me? They had me on Percocet and Vicodin. They had me on value for muscle spasms. The the fact wow. the fact that I was even functioning with the amount of Medicaid, the fact that I didn't come out an addict, to be honest right. with you, like I just was like was, the second I went vegan, I just stopped everything and I never looked back. It was mm-hmm. I didn't have to wean off of anything. I just 
quit, but the amount of drugs they had me on was bananas. So I've heard this and it's almost like you're confirming this, that there's not a medical drug out there that doesn't have a side effect. Yep. And you're confirming that hundred percent right yep. now. Cause they had you in all these different. Um, so yeah. So talk to us. So, I mean, you don't know how bad you start feeling until you start feeling good. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I love that you said that because, so I went through all this and then finally, when I, I had to be taken to the emergency room and it was an emergency room doctor, they actually, I walked into Cedar sinai the, the busiest hospital yeah. and there's the triage nurse there and I am puke white and I'm sweating and I looked at her and I go, I'm not sitting here for two hours. I go, get me a bed now. I don't even know how it happened by the grace of God. Nurses came with a, with a, with a bed and they tried to get me in it and I'm just screaming bloody murder. And everyone's like, what's going on with this chick? And they wheeled me back. I was on Dilaudid, which is what they give cancer patients that that's how severe my pain was the doctor came in they had me on a bunch of other stuff too and he was like uh how are you doing is your pain gone now i was like i'm at about a seven now he's like you you're like you're basically getting what we would give like a horse to tranquilize it like i can't believe you're functioning i'm like yeah no i'm still feeling some pain he's like this is not a herniated disc he's like you need to go to a rheumatologist and i don't know how for how many years i went through this that no one recommended a rheumatologist because they can do extensive blood work that doctors don't do. Wow. So I went to a rheumatologist and that's when I found out I actually had ankylosing spondylitis. So essentially say that slower (laughs) ankylosing spondylitis and they call it the bamboo spine. So essentially your spine fuses from your neck to your tailbone and Mm. that's what was happening. So like it was, it was like basically coming together Yeah, to be like, like a piece of bamboo. Wow. Yeah. So I, she, I couldn't even imagine. I know, man. I'm yeah. sitting here thinking like, listen, I, this morning I woke up and I was like, God damn this knee. Fuck. <laughs> Dude, I want to cry when I get an ingrown toenail. Right? <laughs> well, I mean, you are a LeBron fan, but anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so, yeah. so, um, so the doctor, you know, put me on a biologic, which is what they do. And you inject it. Uh, what, wait, 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 what's a biologic? Though? A biologic. I'm sure you heard of like uh, a few, you know, um, Embrel, Humera, and it's like to help infl- lower inflammation. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. And, I've seen the commercials. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then like the the first side effect is, you know, death. And you're just, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Listen to the side effect. The very first one, I think it's like death. And then wow. it fo- followed by like diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, all so, of- so, so you may die. You may die. However, right. we're going to inject you with this. Right. Oh. Be, you won't be, you'll be pain free. Oh, and, and by the way, you might die shitting yourself. Yeah, right. Exactly. But here you go. Wow. That's so she put heck. me on that. And within two weeks, I, the injection site was like huge, red and swollen. And I lost my memory. My condition got worse. And I was an absolute mess. So I went back, like legit lost my memory. Like, so on the who's, phone, who's helping take care of you at this time? This is a rheumatologist at Cedars. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm talking friends. like, okay. My wow. really good friend who I was styling with, she became like my family. And we had worked Because I was going to say, because you're out there by yourself. I'm out there by I myself. I mean, California, sometimes you're on an island. Yeah. I had a neighbor, my, we shared a common wall in my uh, apartment building. So she would come over and help. And my friend Martina would help wow, me. Yeah. Wow. And my friend Serena, she came over and helped me. That, I mean, they had a grocery shop for me. They had to take my dog out. Wow. Like could not be on my own. Okay. So, so you're on all these meds. Yeah. When did you start to like go, 
okay, I need to look at food as medicine. Right. So because I, farmer Diane, I know you guys have a connection because mm-hmm. she thinks the same way. And uh, shout out to uh, Reum Farms, Farms out of Tiffin, Ohio. Yes, we were just there. Yeah. We just went and met with them. Uh, we we used them for several seasons up until the pandemic. Uh, farmer John, his wife, Farmer Diane, and then of course now fifth generation. Uh, farmer Phil Riem can't thank them enough for all they do for us and supplying us with some of the best all organic pesticide free uh, produce throughout the growing season. So anyway, yes. so so when did you start realizing food could be medicine? So she told me my only alternative was low dose chemotherapy. And I said, I'm not I was 35 years old at the time. Wait, 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 wait. like chemo for cancer. Yeah, low wow. dose chemo treatment Damn. they can do low dose infusions yeah i did not know this i'm learning a lot right now so, wait you were 30 how old are you right now i'm 42 wow you even the, yeah. no not at all <laughs> that i'm like 35 are you 35 yet like <laughs> no that's that's amazing because by the way I'm, jeff you're single she's single we'll talk later <laughs> <laughs> but uh that's amazing no, we'll talk later. <laughs> <laughs> let's go <laughs> so I'm excited to hear about how like this food because they say like um, I followed like Dr. Sabi stuff like that and they say that we already had everything that we needed in, in nature. nature. Yeah, absolutely. So okay, keep going, keep going. Yeah. Keep so once um, she said that, I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to try a vegan diet. So prior to that doctor's visit, Martina, the woman that I was working with and and who you know was taking care of me, she was like. You know, over in India, they use like turmeric and all these spices and in all these herbs, you know, for treatment, for medicine. I was like, really? You know, record scratch for me. Like, I don't know how I didn't know this. I had no idea. I didn't know that like drinking wine was causing inflammation. I didn't know that the meat I was eating, eating and the dairy, I had no idea that this stuff caused inflammation. I didn't even know that inflammation was the root cause of all disease, which I now know now. So I was like, okay, well, vegan. I was like, oh God, I thought back to that one friend that I had that was so annoying. I'm like, I'm going to be that person. So it was super, I, the worst day of the year, right? So, huge football fan, used to work at the NFL Network, by the way. And Super Bowl Sunday, I sat down. I was like, I don't know why. I chose that day to go vegan. And I was like, all I want is a chicken wing and a beer. And I ended yeah. up ordering vegan pizza. And I took one bite of that shit. And I'm like, this cannot be my future. This sucks so hard. Like, this is so bad. <laughs> so thank God I knew how to cook. So I just started practicing, you know, I just started taking, and it was so funny. I'll never forget this. I never even liked hamburger helper. It was never a thing. And I, all of a sudden I'm like, I have to veganize hamburger helper stroganoff that stroganoff thing and i was like well i've never even liked this so i did it and i used coconut milk for the cream and i quickly realized do not use coconut milk if you want something savory because it it tastes like coconut yeah 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 yeah. so then i had to go back has like a little bit of a film yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. it just wasn't good so for the first week i ate lentils because i was like okay protein First question, right? And I hate that question now. What protein? But Where that do you was get my, your protein yeah, from? That was my first. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I got to get my protein. So I went straight to lentils. And then Japanese sweet potatoes I heard were really good for you. So I started eating those. And then I slowly started figuring it out. And I was like, instead of making it complicated, then this is what I love to tell people. I was like, I, I couldn't go vegan. I wouldn't even know what to cook. I'm like, just make what you would normally make and take the meat mm. out. 
and substitute a vegan protein like lentils or something. I just take everything that I love to eat and I just veganize that. Mm, yeah. I don't, I mean, now I create recipes, but people starting out, you don't, don't make it complicated. Just take what you like and just make it vegan. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's well, and, and if you go back in time and, you know, I collect, I, I'm a, a collector of cookbooks. And if you go back in time and you look at the way that we were eating in the early you know, 1900s, for instance, right? Vegetables were really the center of the plate. And then, you know, meat, you know, think about it. There was a time when you ate meat like maybe once a month, like red meat once a month. The rest of the time it was like a lot of vegetables, chicken. You know what I mean? Like there wasn't a whole lot of, and, and also go back in time and you look at the farming practices Right. They were completely radically yeah. different than what they are today, yep. which is um, which is, if I'm not mistaken, why we're seeing so many gluten allergies. Right. I, I, I believe so. How it is. I now. believe so. Yeah. Because it's, of the way like a lot of the wheat and things yeah. are processed now today versus before. But so as you started, you know, having said that, as you started looking into, OK, I'm going to go vegan, I'm going to start cooking for myself. But how did you start putting like the I guess the like connecting the dots and saying, okay, this is going to cure this, this is going to cure this. And then how did you start like now feeling better and able to walk and backs not hurting? Cause I mean, look at you now, you're not, you know, you're not right. punched over. Yeah, no, I have complete mobility. So I just started cooking things that I really liked. And then I just started doing my research. I just really went in and started reading all of the books. I went back to school, became certified. And I just, you know, I, I, it was one of those moments where it's just like, I couldn't get enough of the knowledge. I just, it was like rabbit hole after rabbit hole. And like, but this, and then this does this, oh my God. And this does this. And it was just like, so fascinating to me because it was all new to me. I had no idea. So I just started realizing like kale is one of the best things you can eat, especially purple kale, anything with a purple skin, you know, cabbage, red onions, blackberries, blueberries has an extra antioxidant called anthocyanin. And it is one of the best things you can do mm. for inflammation wow. aside from, from turmeric and, but turmeric, the, and this was a fun thing that I love to learn was you have to pair turmeric with black pepper. Otherwise it's not bioavailable. Pairing mm. it with black pepper makes it 2000 times more bioavailable, meaning your body recognizes it and can actually use it, gets in at a cellular level and you have to pair it with a fat. Mm. So like avocado oil, if you're making it with a dressing or, you know, that golden milk that you hear, it's like the coconut uh, yeah, yeah, coconut yeah. milk with the turmeric and the cinnamon or whatever that's a fat so it can now bypass the liver and actually go straight into your bloodstream and you can get full potency wow, wow. yeah dude this is bananas this, this <laughs> is this is some game right here right right <laughs> i like so that. so walk me through so now you're starting to put some things together you're cooking for yourself you're starting to figure out that, man, when I eat these things, I feel better. You went back to school. You got certified. When did you actually, though, start realizing that, okay, not only am I feeling better, but I need to start getting my message out to everyone else? Yeah, um, I completely, so years, I would say I probably started with the pain in about when I was about 25, so 10 years of being in pain. In about 30 days, I woke up and I got out of bed. 
and I was able to get out of bed. It we, didn't we don't, me. Listen, we don't have tissues here. Okay. <laughs> That's all right. I'll I'm use kidding. my So don't make I'm me cry. Wait, Josh, so don't have tissues, Josh. So I'm don't make joking. me cry. I know, right? I'll just use Tino's sleep. Right, yes. But yeah, I was able to get out of bed and like actually like raise my arms above my head. And I that was something it would take me 45 minutes to do. I wow. I would be I would get in the shower and I would kind of have to go like this because I couldn't I couldn't go like this. I couldn't do this. Wow. I couldn't even get out of bed. I would, it was such a process. And I know I talked to you at one time and you said there was a time when you were like hunched oh, yeah. over. Oh yeah. And so now you're like, yeah. Oh my word. Yeah. All of this was kind of just like this and you know, all collapsed in and now I can actually like open the chest up and mm. yeah, put my shoulders back and I couldn't even turn my neck from side to side. I mean, Holy I was cow. such small blessings that we have every day that, we just take so like so much advantage of that like, we for don't granted yeah right? for granted that's the word i'm looking for and it's like the little things to have gratitude for Absolutely. to move your neck side to side like wow i, yeah. I can't imagine it. I, yeah. me either. that as active as you and i are because i mean you basketball you do jujitsu from mm. time to time with me i still do jujitsu i can't imagine not being able to just get out of bed right yeah. you know what i mean put your hands over your head Right. Man. And back to your point, that was my normal. That was just my every single, like being in pain was so normal for me that that morning I woke up and got out of bed and was like, oh my God, I just got out of bed and it didn't take me a half an hour. Yeah. It was like, this is what it's like to be pain-free. It was like, wow. I had entered a whole new dimension. I was like, like okay. oh my God. So for those people that are going to be like right now, cause you know, they are, they're going to be like, oh, this is bullshit. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Food, food, food is medicine. Like, mm -hmm. so in, within 30 days now you're off of all the meds got off of everything and then within Dude, three months crazy. within three months i balanced my own hormones my hair came back my eyebrows came back i got back down to my 120 weight glowing you guys see it like yeah let's yeah, go yeah. I, know, man. I know i know i know yeah. no, I, so all right so i work with people all the time where you know people will say well well that's expensive to do or and I'm like, no, it's expensive not to do, right? So we look at like even fast food industries, right? And uh, I don't know who's going to get mad when I say this, but I really don't care. Like that stuff isn't real meat. That stuff isn't real food. Like, yeah. And I've looked up the studies where even some of these fast food chains, they can have up to 10% human skin, oh. human, human flesh wow. in, in, in their, their processed, processed stuff. stuff. Wow. And that's what we're consuming daily. So it's like, look, you're going to pay and have that, right? Yeah. But like, why would you not invest in your health? Yeah, but, but I mean, let's be real, invest right? In it think now about or you it. You have to do it later. Yeah, right. but think about it. We, as a society, have become so conditioned to like, it's quick, it's easy, it's fast. And I don't, I listen, I don't blame McDonald's. I don't blame, when I was a kid, it was different. McDonald's mm -hmm. was a treat. You know, mm -hmm. we didn't grow up with a lot of money. And, I remember my dad, you know, I'll be honest, a treat for us was, uh, and you know, again, we're going to have Misty on Monroe's original. When I was a kid, my dad worked yeah. at the Ford plant here in Monroe. And there were some Saturdays where he would come into work and he would start summertime. He would stop at Monroe's original, get a sack of dogs, yeah. you know, come home, pick us up, blah, blah, blah. That was a treat. Now it's a norm, right? Yeah. For people to go to McDonald's for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's a now treat it's to a, get home cooking. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, now it's reversed, right? <laughs> yeah. Now it's a treat to actually get a good home cooked meal. Yeah, you know, which is crazy. So as you're starting to get your message out, now you're like, okay, wait a minute, this I'd works for everyone. me. I've got to tell everyone. Mm -hmm. How did that go over in the beginning? 
Um, actually really well, because everyone who knew me knew the pain and suffering I had been in for so many years. So when I went back to wardrobe, cause I had to not work for three months. Wow. And when I showed up on set, like my back would go out in the middle of a photo shoot and someone like a PA would literally have to take me to the hospital. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like, so people knew. And when I walked on set and I was just like, whoa, and I had no issues they were just like, what are you doing? I need it. When they just saw, like, I mean, you know, not to brag, but I mean, I had great skin, but I, I just had a different air about me, you know, yeah, like yeah, my yeah. skin was glowing even more. My hair looked great. I looked great. Just my energy was good. And everyone's like, what are you doing? And I was like, dude, plant-based. Like, I can't, I can't mm. even believe I'm saying it, but it changed my life. And then the brain fog that lifts and the mental clarity you have, I just can't explain it. When you cut out animals from your diet and it sounds so cheesy pun intended it's mm. like it it it's such a shift because those animals are being tortured there's no humane way to kill an animal i hate right. when they say humanely raised i don't fucking care you're killing it yeah. it doesn't there's no yeah, humane yeah, yeah. way to kill an animal so that all of that energy and in anxiety that animal experiences before you slaughter it is in the muscles and in that meat and then we consume it yeah and then we wonder why we have so many people with you know it's so much anxiety and depression and all these kids it's like well mm -hmm. first of all you're giving them hormones from and from from dairy yeah. and you're feeding them this meat with all of this shit in it from the animal when it when it died and it's just i mean that's well, a lot of a lot of the, the practices too and i didn't mean to cut you off Jeff, you're good, so you're good. but a lot of the practices too when you look at some of the farming and one of the reasons why again i'm going to pick on Riem farms one of the reasons why um you know we were using Riem exclusively is just for that reason right their practices are very organic pesticide free i remember you know one of the first times i met phil and I'm going to grab this bottle of water and, 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 you know, Phil and I are talking and I'm out at the farm and he had his fertilizer and he said, do me a favor, go to one of these, these big farms and ask him if they'll do this. This is the fertilizer we use. And he goes, ask him if they'll do that. And he put the, he put the mm -hmm. thing down and he goes, that's all natural. That, that's it. Yeah. You know, my dad being there at the farm with me, taking literally a green pepper right off the vine. And you've been there to do this. And you yeah, can just, like, Phil's like, yeah, there's going to be some dirt on it, but yeah. you can eat it. Just go ahead and pick it. Yeah. And you can eat it. You know what I mean? Um, you know, the, our, I think our, our, the, the farming practices today is leading to a lot of that, right? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Everything is so genetically modified. Yeah. When something is genetically modified, your body can't recognize it. It can't yeah. break it down. Again, the gluten thing. If you take heirloom wheat, like Roan Mills out in California, they do yeah. heirloom wheat. You don't get bloated. It's 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 not it's heirloom. It's it's not been it hasn't been genetically modified to the point where your body doesn't know what to do with it and can't break it down, mm -hmm. you know? And just or I'm I'm really big on eating organically because everything is so heavily heavily sprayed and that's why we have so yeah. many cancers. It causes cancer. We know this. Yeah. We continue to eat this way and it's just like I, it, it, I, when people don't eat organically, it just kind of blows my mind because I'm like, you're going to pay for it at the end yeah. anyway. You really, yeah. you really are. And then just all of the processed foods that we have and the dyes that are in everything, yeah. like the red dyes and the blue and the yellow, 
um, what is it, Vlasic Pickles, they used to have yellow dye number five in it. Mm -hmm. And they actually changed that. Now they're using turmeric to, to color. Wow. I don't know why they should yeah. have to color it anyway, but yeah, yeah, yeah I guess yeah. to keep with the same color thing. Well, one of, one of the reasons why there are some grocery stores out there that you know, dye the meat to make it look fresh longer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't get me started on meat glue. Right. They and um, like, why is it that we can go and get a chicken breast this big nowadays? Right. You know. Yeah. And all this stuff's pumped, and that's like pumped with hormones, and and that's why like I have such a close connection with the company that I'm with is because they go that extra mile. They're like, we're complete seed to feed. Anything that's in our products, boom, it's on the label. You know, they're a plant based. They're like, and it's just like. When you really dive in and look at it, and like like I said earlier, you don't know how bad you feel until you start feeling good. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I think I think that really sums up. Like, I mean, not sum. I mean, I guess you can't really sum up your journey, you know, because right. you've had a great, you know, really crazy, awesome journey. But um, that's that for me at least. Like when I started really watching what I was eating, and I just posted a photo yesterday, or I didn't post. I sent it out to a couple of my buddies, but. I had a problem where when I first opened the shop, it was like, dude, I'm hungry and I'm hungry now and I've been working like all day. And um, so I would get, you know, our diner right next door and, you know, shout out to those guys. Great restaurant. I like it. it tastes good and stuff. But I wasn't picking the best choices. And so I had gained more weight. Like here I am running this health food store. Right, right, right. I'm gaining weight. Yeah. Like, but yeah. it's not like a healthy weight. So I really had to pay attention. Like, dude, I got to stop doing this. Like, I really have to practice what I'm preaching. Yeah. And uh, just I just did a comparison photo uh, last night. I think like, I saw that. Yeah, you posted that online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. it's like, I mean, man, it's, it's amazing. But real quick, I just want to touch on this, your retreats. Yeah. So – one, I, do you still do these or? So I'm getting back into that. So funny, you should ask. Funny, you should <laughs> ask. Yeah. So, any, I guess I don't know where to pick up. So I ended up moving back here, and um, I now have. Oh, I know. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Before you do that, before you do that. Okay. Let's pick up here. So after you started um, figuring things out for yourself, you're sharing your store with everyone else. You ended up because here's how. Here's where we pick up mm -hmm. our story. Oh yeah. I saw an article that uh in the Monrovia news shout out to them even though they don't like me i'll say that out loud <laughs> they, they've never done anything on us which is cool anyway um i'm not jealous um, <laughs> <laughs> um but but i saw an article in the paper that you were going to be on the food truck race yeah. and anybody that knows me knows man i promote all things monroe and i was like holy cow two things that stu stuck out to me one a vegan chef doing a on the great food truck race, which I one you don't really see them, and I you know shame on the Food Network for not tapping more into vegetarian slash veganism slash you know whole clean uh you know cooking and living. But I saw that, and then two, I'm like, wait, she's from Monroe. Like I've got to reach out to her. Yeah. So I reached out to you, and I'm like, bro, next time you're in town, let's do a pop up. And you're like, uh, hey, I'm here now. Want to meet? Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of where we meet up. Yeah. But so you did the food truck. How did that come about to get on the Food Network? That's a funny story. So I was um, living with my boyfriend at the time. And I was- Good boyfriend or bad boyfriend? Bad. 
Oh, well, fuck him. We know jujitsu. We'll get him. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. (laughs) No, it it was good for a minute, but we were, you know, getting ready to break up. It was just that time or whatever. And it was just one of those moments where I was trying to get out of styling because now I found this new, you know, purpose in life. I'm like, I don't care about the shade of sock, black sock anymore. Like I'm (laughs) trying to save people's lives and make them healthy. And Mm. I was like, so over the fashion industry. And my mom, my mom. I, every, I feel like everything I've done in my life, it's a link my mom sent me. So my mom sends me this link. She's like, you should really like submit to be on the great food truck race. And I was like, whatever. So I was just sitting there watching Real Housewives on TV. Like, what am I doing with my life? And I was like, okay, fine. So I texted a couple of friends. I'm like, send me a picture. We're going on the great food truck race. And they were like, haha, it's never going to happen. So my friend sent me a thing with a bio, a picture with a bio. I submitted it literally a year later. I forgot that it happened. And I am on a Nike job, practically in tears, hating my life. I'm Mm. like, what am I doing here? Like, I cannot go. I mean, I was in the middle of this breakup about to be homeless because I had to like figure out where I was going to live. And I get a call. Hi, this is Christine from the Food Network. I threw that fucking sock down so fast. I ran out the door. I was like, peace. No, I'm kidding. I didn't quit. I finished out the job that day. I was like, hi, Still yeah. need to get paid. Yeah, right, I, was right, like, right. yeah I, still, I definitely need that check. So I was like, hey, yeah, what's going on? And she was like, we want you to audition for the great food truck race. And I was like, absolutely. And I was just like, wait, I, that was like a year ago. She's like, no. So I just said, like, we did like this zoom, you know, audition thing. They filmed me and then they, yeah, they asked me to be on the show and I got some friends together, two friends and we went on and that it was, it was the most stressful thing I have ever done. Yeah. It was, it was insane. That's I know. Cause I, you know, so I, I watched the episodes and I'm like this poor woman, I literally, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. You know, and, and and my wife Jennifer can attest to this. I was like, God, I wish I would have known her sooner because we would have won that motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. I mean, your liquid gold, yeah. Jeff, you know what? I should have asked you to bring some of that liquid gold. Uh-huh. That shit, I mean, I'm not, it's not shit. Sorry about that. <laughs> Uncensored. Um, <laughs> that stuff, taste, I, I've never had a vegan cheese sauce that you can like. Oh my God. I like, I, you gave me some when you were doing the thing down in Toledo yeah, and you're yeah. like, here, take this. It's extra. And I mean, I literally, I'm like licking the inside <laughs> of the container. Cause yeah. I was like, God damn, this shit is so good, man. Yeah. It is so good. Awesome. But that was one thing, even uh, Tyler Florence yeah. comment. He was like, wait, this is vegan. Like what? This yeah. is like incredible. Yeah. He was like, you got to find a way to bottle and sell this. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is how you're going to make your millions. So I'm still like, Fingers trying crossed. to trying to figure out how to get that on the shelves. Yeah. But yeah, that, I mean, that journey was absolutely crazy, but it was, I, it, I would do it all over. I was going to say you needed it. Right. And so we met with John Allen, uh, not too long ago. And one thing that stuck out from, from our uh, conversation with John is him talking about going through adversity and, you know, and I think you guys connected on that point where it was mm-hmm. like, sometimes you need that lesson yeah. to kind of catapult you forward, yeah. right? 100%. So, so you you do the food truck race. Obviously, you know, you you didn't win it, right? right. But uh and not because you didn't try. There was some you had some adversity. Somebody you guys hit something at one point. Didn't you wreck the truck? Yeah, the teammate. I think it was the very first episode. She she pulled out and wrecked the truck. That was like a whole thing and like she never got over that. So then she ended up quitting. 
I don't want to spoil this for everyone, but it's been years since I was on it. So you gotta, you gotta watch this, but she ends up wrecking it and then come to the next episode. And I swear to God, everyone was like, this was fake. You guys, this did not happen. My best friend and the last standing teammate had um, kidney stones. So oh. I had to go by myself. I was like, I'm quitting. She's like, do not quit. Get back over there. And like, you need to like finish out. You can do this. And I'm like, I couldn't do this with two people. How am I going to do this by myself? So I just went and I I did. I finished it. And we unfortunately lost by a dollar. Yeah. But you um, know what? One thing I will say is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, some of the other yeah. teams Came we're rally. like, all right, okay, we're gonna like now we're gonna help you. What do you need, girl? Yeah, yeah I love they that. They came and helped out. Oh, they were, you know, it's so funny. We were all very close, and they the food network tries to keep you separate, they don't want you like mingling with one another. Yeah. And we were just like, F you guys. Like we were right. we were so I don't know how other seasons were because I, I haven't talked to anyone from other seasons, but we were all very, very, very close and super supportive of one another. And mm-hmm. like even when we would go to the commissary at the end of the night. They would come when I was by myself. Everyone came over after spending two hours. You, I mean, you got to take brushes and clean top to bottom. Oh, no, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we do it every night. Close it out, yeah. <laughs> and they they would come over because I was by myself. And just after they got done doing theirs, or they would send one of their team members over to help me do mine. I mean, they Man. were amazing. It yeah, was, awesome. it was, yeah. The, the one really big thing that I love that I take from that is the friendships that I made. Wow. Yeah. That's and they're awesome. all doing stellar. They're all doing so many awesome things. Brunch babes. They're from Michigan, Northern Michigan. Oh, wow. I can't remember exact. Uh, I can't remember, but they have a food truck, um, rolling indulgence. They're down in Dayton. They're banging it out up back there. It's, it's incredible. Nola. Nola's oh yeah, Nola. Up oh restaurants everywhere. Wow. Yeah, everyone's doing really well. So I just love watching everyone's journey. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, so so then you you come home. You and I then hook up. Um, not like that. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, wait a minute, really uncensored. <laughs> yeah, really uncensored. No, 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 no. So I reached out and I'm like, hey, if you're ever home, I'd love to do a pop up with you. And so um, we're defining like pop up, like. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so pop up is when you know you kind of like it's it's a one day, oftentimes a one day event. Uh, some places are doing like what what they're calling ghost kitchens, and they invite a chef in to kind of create a menu, create an experience, and you know you literally just it's a one day menu. It's mm-hmm. limited, and you come in, and boom, there it is. And so I reached out to Jacqueline, and I was like, hey, if you're ever around, let's meet. We mm-hmm. met at Agua. Uh, shout out to Tony and Cheryl Aguadolce. We met down there for coffee and instantly, instantly hit it off. I mean, it was almost like uh, stepbrothers, you know, one of those yeah. moments where you're like, did we just become best friends? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was like one of those moments where you're like, oh, like, did That's we awesome. just become best friends right now? Like, yeah. I think we did. Like, yes, you know, let's awesome. go. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I will say this. So we weren't expecting, when I say it was an experience, um, the red we, carpet. We, we truly were not expecting what we got because Jacqueline's like, no, listen, I have a vision for how this should be. And I'm like, okay. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm just a cook and yeah. she's like, okay, that's cool. 
here's what we're going to do. <laughs> right. And we did, we did the red carpet. I got a red carpet. Yes. I had, we had, we had the step and repeat mm. and we had a photographer shout out to rather be photographer. Yes. My, rather be. Yeah, yeah. She's awesome. Um, photographer. So she came and shot everyone. So everyone had their red carpet moment. Like everyone, we told everyone, um, what was it on the invite or something like, make sure you dress up. Yeah. yeah. Like, no jeans. Like, so everyone got super dressed up and went mm. on the step and repeat and got their photograph taken. It was awesome. Where the heck was I? Like, when, well, when, you, know, you, and I did, you and I didn't know each other then. Okay. This was 20... We got to do another one. I know we do. No, listen, this was 2019. And then, well, we were going to try and do another one in 20, but then COVID. Yeah. And then 21, it was kind of like a rebound semi-year for us. 22. So I really think this summer we should, or maybe even coming into fall, because I think we did it in the fall last time. Summer. I was, was it end of summer? summer? Was it? Yeah. Okay. July. It was July, I think. Or August, July, July. I almost feel like it was like August, um, but either way, we definitely need to do one this year. We yeah. we need to do one, and I know Riem would be more than happy, and they I know they would come up again for that uh, and, and celebrate. But anyway, so we did the pop up. We had a great time, and uh, and then Jacqueline reached out to me because she said I want to start my business. So this last half of the podcast, let's talk about the business. Yes. Thank God I had you. Let me just <laughs> tell about, you. I don't know about that. The amount of times. So Tino doesn't do well with criers. I don't know if you know this, but he mm-hmm. is not good at when people cry. And I call uh-huh. him on my way down to my kitchen, nervous breakdown. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not cut out for this. And he's like, just lets me do it. And then he's like, are you done? Like, mm-hmm. are, are you good? Are yeah. you okay? And I'm just like, yes, thank you for <laughs> but I didn't know, like, no one told me, like, I knew it was going to be hard. And I kind of, in a sense, have always been an entrepreneur because I was a freelance wardrobe stylist. Like, I always mm-hmm. had to find my own gigs, but nothing prepared me, not even the Food Network prepared me for what I was getting into and opening this kitchen and doing this meal prep business and just setting up your point of sale. And like, I, I didn't know how to do anything. First of all, let's go back to me wanting to open up that big ass place in Detroit. Yes, that half million dollar loan. Let's admit you were mad at me when I first told you you, you were, were like, bananas. You're not doing this. No, you need to start smaller. And I was like, what? I mean, I sat him down. I I showed him. No, my- so hold on. Actually, what you said was, you don't think I can do it? And I said, <laughs> no, no. That's not it. Yes, right. you did. When we were in the building, because oh, yeah. we were walking through, and you're like, well, then I can do this. And I, and I go, yeah, I don't. I just don't. I don't think you should do this. Is too large a scale. Yeah. I think you need to start smaller. And you were yeah. like, you don't think I can do it? And I said, no, no, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. But what I'm saying is this is large scale. I'm so yeah. glad you told me that. Oh, yeah. He gets me with stuff like that all the time. Yeah. I mean, uh, like We yeah. just had a conversation. I'm like, and bro, and like, I'm going to do this and then this. And oh, this, that's right. And this. Yes. And he's like, yeah. So um, you, you want to hear what I got to say? Yeah. Like you done talking? And I'm like, yeah, what you think? He's like, yeah, no. but and uh, it's um one thing about uh if you ever get advice from tino it's always out of love and it's always like just thank you it's 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 really for your best yeah like he's not just saying this because he doesn't want to see you do it he's saying it because he's like whoa whoa, buckle down a little bit right we got something a little better just let's build the foundation as you always talk about yes yeah Yeah, we always talk about the roots and the foundation gotta have roots before you can have branches Mm -hmm. yeah but anyway, yeah. so you were going to do that big thing in Detroit, and you and I had a, I came up and looked at some space with you, and mm-hmm. I said, man, I don't know. So now how did we get to – and I know, but how, do, how did we get to the kitchen? 
So I was a private chef for several families between Farmington Hills and Sylvania, Perrysburg. I don't know which one's further. I'm not good with geography. So <laughs> anyway, a lot of people. And um, I just needed a commercial space. So I had my Pilates instructor was like, hey, come to this Toledo Grows event, um, like luncheon. So I went there and I'm sitting with a couple women and chatting. What do you do? And I was telling them and I was like, but I need a commercial kitchen now. And she was like, hold on a second. Liz Fowler has her place in Perrysburg uh, for rent. She's looking for someone. Literally text me her phone number. I go out in the parking lot. I call her a week later. I'm signing the lease. Mm. It just yeah. happened. I yeah. was like, wow. Okay. So this was meant to be. And I just hit the ground running. Like I, you know, just, I don't know. I, I just started posting on social and I, from day one, I was busy and I just grew and grew and grew. I now have two employees, yeah. I, which, you know, I called yes. you, how do yeah. I, how do I be an employer? You're like, just cook with them. You're just right next to them. Just don't act like, you know, you're the boss, just act like you're the boss, but don't act like you're the boss. I'm like, I don't understand. Well, well, one <laughs> thing, one thing I always tell people is, you know, just because you're a lion doesn't mean you have to roar. Right. They yeah. know you're a lion. They right. know that you're in charge. You, you don't have to go in there and, and bang the drum and be like, I'm the boss. You right. Know, it, listen, and if you're out there and you're watching, you're listening to this, if you have a boss like that, get a new job. Yeah. You don't right. need, you don't yeah. need that 100%. fucking job. Yeah. 100%. Because if you're working for someone that has to constantly tell you that they're in charge, I mean, shame on them man. Yeah. fuck them. Get a new gig. Yeah. yeah. We just and, don't do shit that almost, way. Almost, um, you know, people that can see the bigger picture. It's like, if you're somebody that's doing that, really, you need to go in and figure out what insecurities you have. That's, that's causing you to be like that. And you need to fix that, whatever childhood trauma that is or whatever it is, because your business will grow 300% more if you're nice to what, people. 100%. Right. Well, you know, it takes me back to the conversation we had with John Allen. I don't want to pick on John, but John even saying, hey, man, you know, like, you know, it's not a matter of if, but when you need someone to, to help you with something, right? Yeah. And if you're treating your employees like shit, Mm -hmm. And you're not willing to actually like go toe to toe with them, shoulder to shoulder with them. Yeah. But you're expecting more of them than what you're expecting of yourself because who sets the bar? Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And so mm -hmm. anyway, so you start growing. Yeah. So what's it been like? Walk me through or walk us through. What's it been like uh, from from concept to inception to now growing? What's that journey been like for you? Um, I work. It's been incredible. <laughs> I work seven days a week, 16 plus hours a day. <laughs> I, every, every thought I have is always about the business. I, I even, I catch myself, I, you know, I try to, I, you know, I preach, it's like practice what you preach. Yeah. I preach self-care. I preach all of these, you know, uh, modalities for, you know, staying calm. And then I have to remember to take them. So I'm getting my, 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 face done. I'd go to my esthetician and all I can sit and think about is how to help her grow her business. Cause she's at that point where she needs to take that step. Yeah. And I'm like, how can I help her? What can I do? And then she tell she could tell, I don't know if my eyes are good. She's like, you need to calm down. I know you're thinking about work right now. And I'm <laughs> like, but no, honestly, it's just, I constantly just think of, okay, 
well, I accomplished this. What can I do next? What mm -hmm. can I do next? So now I am working with people to bring back the retreats, mm -hmm. to start doing the retreats again. I'm actually going to be doing uh, pop-up dinners at the Federal Inn. You guys have to check this place out. You went with me yesterday. I did, yes. Katie, Federal Inn, amazing, amazing, yeah. amazing. She's doing incredible things. You need to have her on. She's such a young young entrepreneur and yeah. she's killing it, man. She's doing all the right things. And so, yeah, it's just, you know, coming up with this idea in Los Angeles of just wanting to help people and starting out with retreats to taking the journey that I did to having a kitchen. I never thought I was going to come back and be a private chef to doing that, to landing this kitchen, to then pivoting to like, well, I guess I'm going to still do uh, like meals for people without having a sit down. You can't sit down in my kitchen. It's right. just a kitchen. Right. And so I'm like, okay, I guess I'm doing meal prep, like meals to go and then creating a new menu every week. And then how can I build on this? How can I expand on this? And now, um, Neuroflex juice. I love them. They're, they're amazing. They actually started in my kitchen and I put their, they start, they were in there before me and I have their juices on my menu because I believe in juicing every single day. I just can't juice for everyone. Right, I can't right. add that on to every what I'm doing. So I partnered with them. Their juices are on my menu and she and I want to put together a cleanse together. So it's just so many opportunities are coming and just more growth and expansion. And do I work too much? Yes. But is it going to pay off or is it paying off? 100%. And then when I have a breakdown, I just call you. <laughs> I mean, you know, I just call Tino. Walk me through this. How do I do this? Like, do I charge sales tax? What's going on? What does that even mean? Like, well, you know what? So here's the cool thing, though. Um, you know, being on, on the side that I've been on, you know, and I always say, like, you know, I'm like a thousand feet in the air and I'm watching all this play out. And, you know, it's been a blessing to be able to, and I don't know how much help I actually am or, or do or whatever, but it's been a blessing to, to be a resource, right? But even so much that yesterday I had a business owner call me, a relative that started their business about a year ago. And, you know, you and I are driving back and we're on the phone and I go, well, hold on a second. My friend has a business in Ohio. Let me ask her blah, blah, blah. And then before you know it, we're on speakerphone and you're like, oh, hey, so this is what I did. And this is what, uh, and I've been mm. through this. Oh yeah. I made that same mistake. Let me tell you, you know what I mean? And Full that, circle. yeah, that's the blessing in my opinion. And Jeff and I have this conversation all the time because, you know, Jeff and I have some incredible conversations and really that's how this podcast came to be is I'm like, bro, I'm like the old lion. I'm on the other side of the hill, kind of on my downward side now dude, you're still climbing. And it's so great to get both perspectives of what it's like to be an entrepreneur with, you know, 20 plus years experience. And then you get this fresh take. I don't understand the TikToks. I'm, I'm getting there. Mm -hmm. I have a few of them out there. I don't understand Insta all the time. I'm getting there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but, but then they have Jeff, you know, talk about the marketing aspect, talk about, you know, kind of the what he's doing to scale his business and grow and that sort of thing. So let's pivot to that really quick. You, you made a mention that, you know, social media, how are you using social media to market your business and how has it helped you? And what advice would you give to somebody starting out? Social media is so important. And I'm going to follow that with, unfortunately, because I don't want to have to be on social media all the time. And I hate that we have to be so dependent on that. Mm -hmm. So two things, newsletters, your email list is everything because you can do, you can do everything. Are you talking email. about real quick, like a funneling 
News yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like a sales funnel practice. Exactly. Okay. So you know, like Jeff's I taking do, notes over. I, yeah, I yeah. am. <laughs> so I do meal prep, but now um, I got your coffee. I'm launching. I just launched my coffee. I was just gonna say, yes, come on. And I have your coffee sitting on the counter. I will go back home and get it and bring it to you. But um, so I'm launching my coffee line. So here I'm doing all of this meal prep, but now I have a tangible item that I can put online that I can start shipping. And that's when my connections in California and all the people I picked up along the way are going to come in handy and having mm -hmm. their emails because you can be anywhere for this product. Yeah. yeah. Any of my digital products that I have online, your email list is, I would say, number one, that is it for you. I'm getting into the habit of having a newsletter, always being in that inbox, staying re relevant and offering. It's not, you have to take yourself out. It's no one cares about you. It's right. you have to relate it to them. Yeah. So focusing on them and how you can help them. And, you know, my, my latest wellness letter letter was just about like lemon water and then all the different types of things you can add to it and, and how it is so good for you. So things like that. And then social media to definitely, I don't advertise. I don't pay. Um, I just, you know, it's, it's the amount of times that you post, unfortunately, and all of that stuff. But it's just, you know, constantly posting food photos and talking about what the food is and how good it is for you. And, you know, the more people need to see things five, six, seven times before they'll actually take action on it. Right. So it's just constantly like putting it in the stories, doing posts about it. And what's really good and what's really smart is collaborations because now you're reaching someone else's audience. Yeah. And, and from and Jeff's really good about the, co the collabs. I mean, that, I need to get better at it, but yeah. Yeah. You collaborate. I'm going to say people, you do a lot of, well, yeah. you know what though? You're I like Mr. Collaborate. Yeah. I, I, I collaborate on, on the low though. I don't, I don't really, I'm not like out, 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 but I'm, I'm there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, present. I, I just want to point a couple out for you real quick. Go ahead. Uh, comedy shows, the music. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. we're back and forth together. Branger. Yeah. I mean, all these different. Eight Mile. I think Eight Mile. Eight Mile. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you're Mr. Yeah. Collaboration. <laughs> like, you got a lot of features on your songs. Let's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but collaborations. What else? What else? Oh, my gosh. Um. Also, just I think, you know, gratitude, man. Yes. Being super grateful. Like for me, I have a lot of customers who are very sick and have, you know, either have cancer, going through treatment, uh, in remission, you know, some people who just love the food, which is awesome. And, you know, they come to my door and I'm going to cry. We sit there and cry together. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm going through this and your food is helping me tremendously. Like having that, that personal connection and that one-on-one -on -one with them and like listening to them and providing a service that, that serves them. That's what it's all about. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. And you know what? So I am going to give a disclaimer. Jacqueline is not saying that uh, anything that she provides is going to cure anybody or mm -hmm. anything from anything. Right. This is her story, and her story was uh, spinal something, something, something. Ankylosing mm -hmm. spondylitis. There you go. Ankylopus, like what she said. Yeah. <laughs> but but her story was was that, you know, again, she used food as medicine. We're seeing, we're hearing, and we're reading more and more about this. I just got the book, and you'll have to tell me if it's even worth reading, The Blue Zone. Oh, absolutely. hundred percent read it. Okay. I, I just picked it up because I'd been hearing a lot about it and I'm like, okay, I got to check this out. Um, because again, as a chef, a working chef, um, food is always been 
something that I'm not going to even say passionate about. It's something that's in my bones. I just love food. Mm -hmm. And even yesterday having a conversation with Katie and she asking me, Hey, are you vegan? And I'm like, no, I just love food. Yeah. And you know, I, I almost wish that we could take that that moniker away that it's, it's not vegan. It's just food. Just yeah. Food. You yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like, listen, I mean, this is how, this is what it was like for centuries, us eating carrots mm. and potatoes and, you know, yeah. but, but wholesome stuff. Right. And then we added proteins in and things like that. But all of a sudden, like now we have to label it. Yeah. So if I make some, some jackfruit empanadas, you know, why do I have to label it as vegan? Why can't it right. just be jackfruit empanadas? Right, exactly. It, you know what I mean? I think even, so even taking it a step further is like I feel like humans label themselves too much mm. too. Mm. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, let's I'm, go. I'm vegan or uh, I'm yes. this, I'm that, and it's like, how about you just be human? And these are the things that you enjoy doing. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. This like, is what I enjoy doing. I love that. Um, so real quick, can you walk us through like, um, I like to ask like certain deep questions just to like figure out the mindset of people and stuff. Like, is there a certain like maybe morning routine that you do? Um, is there certain things that you listen to, to, uh, cause you have a very positive mind and like you have to, right. When you're yeah. doing stuff like this and some of the challenges that you'll, you face being a business owner, you have to have a positive mind. So what's some of the things that you listen to, or maybe like a morning routine that you have, um, that, helps you prepare, like, uh, brings out the gratitude and all that. Absolutely. So, uh, first thing I do in the morning is I wake up and I say three things that I'm grateful for to myself, sometimes out loud, sometimes my dog sleeping next to me, <laughs> I wake up and I'm like three things I'm grateful for today. Um, and then I get out of bed, I drink some water. Um, it's so important to drink water. Mm -hmm. The first thing you do when you wake up, I take my probiotics also very crucial to do, um, every single day. And then, um, I, you know, go downstairs, get the dog food, whatever, start thinking about work, all that good stuff. Um, and then one thing I do on my way to work all the time, I'll check in on the news, kind of see what's happening. That depresses me a little bit. So mm -hmm. then I listen to Gabby Bernstein. I'm part of her miracle membership and she has weekly coaching practices. Mm -hmm. So every week it's something different. And yeah. I just put her on and I listen to that. And it's, you know, essentially all the same message, but you feel good when you're done listening to yeah. it. Yeah, and if yeah, it's yeah. not her, sometimes I put on, um, Tony Robbins. Is that his name? Yeah. yeah, Tony yeah. Robbins. yeah. Um, I'll put, a, you know, he's just so anything that's like uplifting and keeps you going and keeps you motivated and in anything positive because it is it could be a downer owning your own business there's yeah. a lot of, of, of stuff like you yesterday you know and it's like you either you know you can you gotta spend energy either way you're gonna spend mm. it focusing on good things or focusing on bad things and you know sometimes i catch myself in a rut and then i immediately like i gotta put something on yeah when i'm yeah. working on my laptop at home i have like meditation music going on like spa like crystal bowls something because it's the vibrations, it's the beats, it's the hurts and different hurts have a reaction in the brain mm -hmm. to cause different moods, Yep. you know? So wow. it, it's, it's, it's doing all of that. I recommend that to a lot of my clients, like all of these different beats, all these hurts yeah. you can listen yeah. to the frequencies 
And that stuff is so powerful. Your mind, your mind and your, in your gut are connected by the vagus nerve. So mm-hmm. whatever you think you're going to feel, and you're going to affect that gut health and you're yeah, going to affect yeah. every cell in your body, your yep. cells hear every thought that you have. Right. So you f- feed it. Well, think yeah. good thoughts, you know, have positive, your vibration, like raising your vibration. I had a whole retreat, raise your vibration to lower inflammation and just mm. your vibes you know, like attracts like, you know, right, it's, it's right, that right. whole, that whole thing. So it's just trying to keep it positive. That's why I like hanging out with you, honestly, because he always thinks <laughs> oh, he's like you, this, Steve. you know, whatever. It's just, you're, you're, you are really positive and you're mm. funny and you're just your energy of really good energy about you. And it's like, keep that circle of friends with you that, that yep. just have that good energy and anyone that that sucks, get rid of them because you don't need that in your life. Like you're going up here. Anyone who's not there with you, you don't need. Yeah. I'm I'm at the point right now where on like Facebook, like you'll get certain people who will just always comment on things. And I'm like, honestly, I don't even know if I really like this person. I can just get rid of them. You know, like why have I had them on here for six years? You know, I just, so, so, and I don't post it. I hate that when people are like, if you made the cut, you know, if you're reading this, you made the, I'm like, bro, just cut people. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, or, or my, my other favorite that I absolutely despise is when people are like, taking a break from social deuces see you in a month it's like yeah. just take the fucking i didn't yeah. even i haven't even seen any of your shit in like exactly. six months yes. anyway yeah. just take yeah. the fucking break yeah jesus christ but um uh no i appreciate you guys saying that and you know i really do i you know i don't it's it's not what i strive for i just try to be as authentic as possible mm-hmm. and i think you know that's one of the reasons why jeff and i hit it off so well because you know, and you and I hit it off so well because we're all authentic people. Yeah. You know what I mean? We mm-hmm. we speak our minds. Um, I'm not always gonna be the most polite guy because I'm very blunt. Uh, but but know that I say it in love. Yeah, you know what I mean? Know that I'm you know, if I do offend, it's man, I'm sorry, I'll apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's always everything that I say, especially when I'm dealing with like, you know, young entrepreneur like Jeff, for instance. We just had a great conversation the other night where I'm like, you know, I'll always have your back. Mm-hmm. I'll always, you know, understand that whatever I'm saying, I'm saying out of love. And if I'm out of turn, just say, man, you know, I don't agree or, you know, shut the fuck up or, <laughs> you know, I mean, just, you know, man, I, I didn't appreciate when you said this and trust me, I'll come back and be like, bro, I'm so sorry, you know, um, yeah. and move on. But I think, I think authenticity, especially as a business owner, it's one of the things that's led to my success. And I think it's leading to your success, being able to tell people, you and I just had a conversation about a customer that you had to say, Hey man. You know, I mean, it is what it is. Maybe right. I'm not the one for you. Maybe, right. maybe John Carabino thinking about him and John saying, yeah. listen, there are times when you have to tell people, you know, right. I might not be your guy. Yeah. I might not be your gal. Yeah. Right? This business might not be for you or my, what yeah. I do might not be for you. And I right. think drawing boundaries, especially in business is extremely healthy. And yes. so many people don't. Yeah. And then they just bitch and complain about it and they're miserable. It's like, well, you need to draw the boundary. Yeah. And I think boundaries are very important. Well, I really love what you were saying too, is like, you know, listen to the positive stuff, listen to the uh, things because the outside is a physical manifestation of what's going on inside the brain. And so if I'm in my head and I'm like getting upset about what this person says and this person says, and I'm not drawing boundaries, like it's going to reflect like my body language, everything. And like, as business owners, like people are watching your every move. They really are. And so, you know, like, like you said, like really pay attention what you're taking inside your body, you know, 
uh, food-wise, uh, what you're listening to, it, because that's who you're going to become on the outside. Right. And I think that is so well put, and I think so many people pass by that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they wonder why certain things don't work out for them. And or I'm they like, wonder why their businesses are struggling. Exactly. They wonder why they are struggling personally. They wonder yes. why. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we're, we're close to wrapping up. I'm looking at my clock here. We got about maybe like five more minutes. Um, so so business is good. Business is growing. Yep. You're starting to do some more things. Um, first off, why don't we tell everyone, give us all your social platforms. Give us your website. Tell everybody where they can find you if they're yes. looking for you. Um, soulfoodcollective.com, and it's S-O-L, like the sun. So I got the name, interesting enough. You're right in your, your stomach, right above the belly button, is your solar plexus. The yeah. color is yellow. The chakra is yellow. And that's where you metabolize life and food. Huh. So I got, that's where I got soul food mm. collective. So like soulfoodcollective.com. And then on social, I'm at soul food on Instagram and soul food collective on Facebook. Dude, that's awesome. I love that. Okay. So now a piece of advice. I, I love this, this part of uh, closing out the podcast. Um, piece of advice that you would give to any aspiring entrepreneur that wants to get started, maybe not doing what you're doing, but they want to start their own thing. They want to get going. One piece of advice that you would give them. It's going to be a very long road with a lot of sacrifices, but there's nothing like being your own boss in owning something. Wow. Yeah. Yes. It's all worth it. Even though it doesn't feel like it, it will all be worth it. And it takes dedication and a good friend with great advice, (laughs) but just stick with it. And just like you said, just be authentic, be yourself and come from a place of service. You will not be successful if you come from a greedy place and you're in it for the money. You'll never get there. You got to come from a place of service. How can you serve and everything will come your way? I love that. I love that too, man. That just gave me chills. Right. Um, Jeff, what do you got? Perfect. No, I I just really want to say thank you. Thank you for coming. And um, it's like you lived like six lives in one. So like, thank you for coming in. And uh, anybody who... Um, if they get the chance to talk to you, like really pick, really, really pick her brain because just some of the stuff that she didn't even go into, but I could just tell by certain things that she was saying, she knows, and she's aware she is what this generation would say is woke. Okay. She is very woke. Okay. So pick her brain. If you ever get the chance to talk to her. Well, so. guys, yeah, listen, man, before we close out, I also, I want to say thank you so much for, uh, for the friendship. Thank you so much for uh, even listening to me when I ramble on for like 20 minutes. And then I go, did I answer your question? And you're like, you did. And I almost (laughs) feel like you want to say five minutes ago. (laughs) But, uh, but thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for being here. I mean, we, again, this is another one where it's like, we need a part two. You know what I mean? We need a part two because like, we're like scratching the surface of part two needs to be like, on a retreat though with her oh yeah. dude let's go we need to do it on the retreat we need yes we need to go on site do some of the yes. meditation do That's some of the get about. some of the yes. foods yes i'm yeah. I, I love it i'm with you i'm with you all right we need a bigger budget where's josh at we need right. a bigger budget just kidding um okay <laughs> well listen guys i want to thank you once again for tuning in boss talk uncensored man we're out we're out of here let's Peace. go Place. Boss Talks, keep it uncensored, it's all hard You could be from all walks, come tune in the Boss Talks Got that horse ball, optimal prime, ready to dominate